0: It was a wild week six in the NFL, especially on the NFC side of things. How did all of that impact our perspective of the conference? We're delivering our updated NFC power rankings today on the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast.
1: You are Locked On NFL Scouting with The
0: Draft Dudes, your daily podcast for NFL and college football scouting, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day what's better than this it's guys me and dudes here on the locked on nfl scouting podcast we're the draft dudes i'm joe marino from locked on bills he's kyle krabs from locked on dolphins and if you're watching on youtube i'm sure you have no idea how to figure out which one is which but uh, you should check us out on youtube we are here for you every single day we're here to talk team building across the league on the locked on nfl scouting podcast with the draft dudes we're part of the locked on podcast network your team Every day. And of course, we are so thankful for you making Lockdown NFL Scouting your first listen every day. And of course, a welcome, a shout out to our everydayers. You know who you are. Those of you who never miss a single episode, we appreciate y'all being here very, very much. Joe, happy National Jalen
1: Ramsey returns to practice day to you. The, no, I know no, no, that's an AFC talking. Oh, place. no, I'm like, so I'm, excited. I'm I'm, yeah. I'm uh,
0: Me too. Me too. I was really hopeful that the Dolphins would get some reinforcements for their defense, you know, and really turn that side of the ball around and, you know, make a big run here. So, fins up, baby. You think he plays against Kansas City? It's a three-week I'm, activation window. They've I'm got sure that was MSP. the intent. That was what full I thought of MSP. MSP. when I saw the news. I'm
1: like, they want him for Kansas City. And then they get the buy. So, I think that's kind of the weird limbo. Maybe they see how yeah. he responds, but if he does – if he's not ready for New England or if he's not ready for Kansas City, then you effectively get a bonus week. Yeah. You just have to make the roster transaction out in front
0: of it. Yep. Yeah. So, We'll see, so. I had them number one in my AFC power rankings. Kyle Krabs, wow, the Dolphins, couldn't say the same. Not as not number yeah. one. Team uh, and you know
1: what? I am going to go through the majority of this season not giving <laughs> Miami the benefit of the doubt. You know me.
0: I'm now. doing the exact opposite. I'm yeah. leaning into it, baby. Fins gasoline up. on the
1: fire. We saw you know what it. happened last time. The, the gasoline oh. got on the fire, and then something with the Western New York team happened. You know what I mean? And it was a very humbling experience. So, This is me with a big kerosene tank just shooting it. Good. Good. It's a whole Very good. Well, uh, maybe we can put some bad juju on the Dolphins' week seven opponent, the Philadelphia oh. Eagles, here. And let's heap a bunch of praise in their direction uh, with our NFC power rankings for week seven. Uh, we're going to start with the top five teams.
0: We, yes. And this is going to be interesting this week uh, because high the ranking teams, teams lost. lost. Yeah. Dallas with a bounce back win. I've got a real different team at number five.
1: That doesn't surprise me.
0: It might surprise me who it is.
1: We'll find out. Okay. So nice tease. Uh we both had San Francisco, Philadelphia, Detroit, Seattle as our top four last week. Yeah, it's mine's different than that. Mine's a little different, but not at number one. Same. I'm I'm rolling with the Niners. Right. Like they Debo gets hurt, McCaffrey gets hurt, Trent Williams gets hurt. Like, okay. You understand. That's going to impact the offensive side of the ball going against one of the best defenses in football. I don't care what their their schedule says in regards to the Cleveland Browns. Uh, the 49ers, when they are firing on all cylinders, are probably uh, the most complete outfit right now in the NFL. Now, whether they're going to sustain that all the way through the season or not is a different story, but they continue to be my number one team in spite of losing to the Browns.
0: Yeah, I'm with you on that. I I think what's important here is the entire body of work. Uh, They were rolling everybody, and then circumstances came into play against an unfamiliar opponent on the road, Mm -hmm. and that got in the way. That got you a loss. Um, And, look, we'll see how they respond from here, but it's not enough for me to take them out of number one, especially considering those same types of variables for the teams that are knocking on the door, if you will. Yeah.
1: Now, I have another one loss team at number two, Same. but not the one loss team that was at number two last week, which was Philadelphia. Same. We have the, the Lions. The Detroit Lions are the number two team in the NFC right now, based off of total body of work. You talked about rolling people, right? Yeah. Detroit, since what, week three, has been yeah.
0: rolling people. The multiple score wins each of the last four.
1: I forget what the stat was, but like, Detroit having a multiple touchdown margin of victory over X number of games was like the first time it had happened for them since like 1969.
0: They've won every single game by at least 14 points, and the Panthers, they won by 20.
1: Yeah, they are playing really good, complete football. Jared Goff executing that offense at a high level. Sure is. They are having success on both sides of the line of scrimmage, in the trenches with that offensive line. Run
0: defense. Run
1: defense. So, I think it's the biggest emergence of the year for Detroit thus far, the interior defensive line. A
0: million percent. Kyle, they haven't given up 100 yards rushing yet. They've given up less than 50 in three of their games. It's huge because that was the thing. You can come in there and just bully the Lions, run the ball on them. That opens up the passing game. Lions ain't doing that anymore. Yeah. And I mean, nice, nice work by this front office to find those reinforcements on defense, even if, you know, some of them, like what was it? Mo- the corner uh Mosley. Mosley, you know, he's out. Went down. Yeah. You know, they've had injuries, but the the rest of this has been really good, man. It's uh it's impressive and kind of just steamrolling what they the success they had end of last year into this year. It it looks great, man. Just keep it up. I I feel like everybody that's not a fan of a team in the NFC North is pretty much enjoying the Lions having the success. And meanwhile, I'm sure Lions fans are like I'm pins and needles every week. You know what I mean? Like, is this real? Like, when's, when, when is this going to blow up? You know, you know how it is, right? You're you're just fine. They're Lions fans. Uh, So the dude's never wrong. Just early. Our Lions. It was like a two-year campaign
1: for our Lions. And this is the year where it's, it's manifested. And it's very, very cool to see uh, what they have become from where they started this process as number three. I have Philadelphia. Same maybe not the strength of victory or margin of victory that, that you would expect for a team that played in the Super Bowl and brought back the vast majority of the nucleus of the team we've talked at length about the coaching departures that they had and they're they're really banged up in the back seven right now on defense and uh, I think that is one of the storylines for their game this week against Miami uh, is how they handle that uh between. What it's it's blank ship banged up. Uh I just saw Bradley Roby, who they just signed is like week to week now. Um, so they
0: yeah
1: Slay miss it's Slay, slay, yep. slay missed last week. Uh yeah, I he yeah, he was ruled out. Yep. So they have a number of high caliber pieces. I believe there's another safety that's down for them too. Oh, uh, they've Justin been Evans. and, and they, Justin
0: Evans, and they've been hoping to get Sidney Brown back.
1: So he's, he's been MIA too.
0: Well, not to get ahead of us, but I think the, the Eagles are going to want to run the ball, right? That's going to be their big plan is try to dictate terms with that and shorten the game and all that type of stuff. But I think based on the entire NFC, obviously bad loss to the jets. They've been squeaking by, we talked about this with Philadelphia, still not enough for me to drop them further than three. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, loss to the Jets is not what you're looking for, but there's enough questions about what's underneath them for them to kind of stay in this spot. And yeah. And obviously, it, we'll see what they look like against Miami.
1: It kind of works out well how it's the 3-1 loss teams. Kind of yeah. get, get tucked in up there up top, and then you can start having conversation around
0: the rest of this
1: conference, which is kind of crowded. I, I think the bottom six is a little bit more clear separation than it is on the AFC side of things. Uh, so let's round out our top fives. I have Dallas at four.
0: Dallas at four. Nice bounce back win over the Chargers. Um, I thought Dak, for the most part, was like playing a lot better in this game. Like, I'm concerned about the weapons, right? I mean, I don't know what they have outside of CeeDee Lamb. Michael Gallup looks like the shell of what yeah, he was before the injury. Huge miscalculation choosing him over Cooper. Cooks, I like, no, just can't get him going. I mean, Gallup was targeted 10 times in that game. He caught three passes. And how many of them was just he couldn't elevate, couldn't. Couldn't get I that think, late separation, I couldn't at, win.
1: I think at one point in the game, every Dak Prescott incompletion was a Michael Gallup target, too. It was incredible. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but a big win for them on the road over the Chargers.
1: Yeah. And uh defensively, you still trust a lot of what they have going on with Dan Quinn and and the momentum of several years in that system now, even without Trayvon Diggs, Deron Bland looking good for them. Yeah. So that that's I, I think they're they're still very strong on that side of the ball. Five, I have Seattle.
0: I don't. I don't. Let's let's debate that here in just a moment. Okay, very good. Stick with us. Our partners at eBay Motors have teamed up with Locked On Fantasy football host Vinny Iyer to bring you some of the best fantasy picks each week all season long. So whether you're prepping for a daily draft or you're scouting the waiver wire, each week we're going to provide you with players that are guaranteed to fit on your roster. So let's take a gander and see who Vinny has picked out for us. On this week's eBay's Guaranteed Fit Fantasy Picks of the Week, Drake London is starting to show why the Falcons drafted him first among the many talented wide receivers in the 2022 draft and why he was a hot sleeper in 2023 fantasy drafts. London has found his groove in the offense with Desmond Ritter. In the past two weeks, he's caught 15 of his 21 targets for 203 yards, and he draws another good opponent here in Week 7 against the Buccaneers who have struggled to contain team's number one wide receivers. London is guaranteed to keep bringing the pleasing production with great matchups ahead against the Titans, Vikings, and Cardinals before a week 11 bye. Vinny Eyer from lockdown fantasy football is going to help you win your fantasy championship. And eBay motors knows a championship team is about each player being a perfect fit. Same with your vehicle with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die. You can make sure your ride stays running smoothly, brake kits, LED headlights, roof rack bumpers, whatever your baby needs. eBay motors has it. And With eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber and not cash. So keep your number one ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. eBay Guaranteed Fit, only available to U.S. customers, eligible items only, exclusions apply. Okay. So I have Seattle. You have a mystery team that I would guess is also in the NFC West. Also happened to beat Seattle 30 to 13. So that was a big part of it has been competitive all year. Some the tight Rams. losses to the 49ers, the Bengals and the Eagles. Yeah. It's the Rams from the Rams. Rams. Yeah. I have the Rams at six. I have the Seahawks at six.
1: Okay. So that's fun. Head to head is obviously a nice feather in its cap. I'm just deli- – I, I want to see – I want to get a better feel for all of the young players that they have before them. Of course. You know, before I put them in that str- – I just feel like Seattle has some more
0: known commodities. Yeah, I think that's fair. and I mean, Seattle – here's what I'll say about Seattle. Dude, big big really win over Dallas Detroit. Lost. You know, it's it, I am mad about that because that was yeah. annoying to watch Gino just pooping his pants in the red zone. But like good win over the Lions. Their other two wins are against the Panthers and Giants. Lost to the Bengals, lost to the Rams. I just feel like I feel like the Rams have been a more consistent team this year. they have just That's proven fair. more to me. That's fair. And I didn't expect this. I mean, you want to talk we talked yesterday about teams where they started and where they were going. I mean, I didn't think much of the Rams at all going into the season we, we both had the rams 13th. Got at week five three. weeks going into week seven? I would have never imagined that.
1: But to be fair, by week two we both had them eight and
0: nine respectively. Well they beat Seattle 30 to 13 in week one we're like okay and then they right. they, they they competed against was it the Ram, uh, the 49ers early 49ers on in week two yeah yeah it's like all right like we got a team here so
1: They have pretty steadily been working their way up. And I think in the NFC where even though there is kind of this gaggle of teams that are all three and two or three and three right now, like it's very congested in the middle. I think the separation as far as who has what you need long-term this season and who doesn't is still a little bit more obvious. And then you obviously have a bottom of the barrel in the conference that you don't have in the AFC side of things. I think there's a clear divide with, what, from the bottom five teams when you consider there's four teams with one or no wins. Yeah. And then another team that is kind of clearly in that stratosphere as well that's missing their best player. We'll get into that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, beauty's in the eye of the holder. I didn't penalize Seattle too much for the loss in week one just because it was so far away. but. If you wanted to make the head-to-head argument, the Rams having the head-to-head win by three scores is about as good of an argument as you could possibly have. So I can't argue with you there.
0: Seven. I have Tampa Bay. I have New Orleans at seven and Tampa at eight. So I, again, uh, the the head-to-head pushes me over the top with with Tampa. Yep. I'm beating New Orleans twenty-six to nine. I don't know. I
1: long term, who do who do I trust more? What do we know about
0: Tampa, Kyle? I'm concerned about both teams. I mean, right? Tampa can play defense. That's what they can do. They can stop the run. That's that's Tampa's thing. Um, but yeah, I mean, they're they're, they're not a good offense. This is this is a bottom tier offense in the league. that can't run the football. Baker has not showed up. They have, they've played two good opponents this year, Philly and Detroit. Baker didn't show up in either game, but they were the cream schools. And they look good, you know? They look good. But, I mean, squeaking by Minnesota, Chicago early. Like, I just don't know where the quality is right now for Tampa Bay. Am I talking myself into the New Orleans Saints being hired? (laughs) It sounds like it. But, I mean, I'm not in love with New Orleans either. Their better defense is probably better. Well, congratulations. You beat the Titans, Panthers, and Patriots? Who's got a better offensive line? The Saints. Who's got better skill players?
1: The Saints. Who's got a better quarterback? And I understand Derek Carr was not
0: good, brother. I guess the Saints.
1: who got the head, did, to head and
0: win? We, and we just said the defense. We just know, said man. the defense was was more complete. Is is it not? Do you have something else besides Bucks, Saints, and seven and eight?
1: No, it's it's uh, Saints, Saints, and then Bucks for me. It's seven and eight. And you have it flip flop. Okay. So it, again, if you're if you're going to put it into the college football playoff which you've been very consistent with the past couple of weeks of doing this, Team X has a win over TY. They should be in front. Like yeah, then you you have the right process in the right order. I'm still clinging to what I'm projecting
0: moving forward in addition to what they've done. Yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to think about the moving forward. I, I don't know, I kind of think about these teams similarly. And number nine is Atlanta, right? Like it's this. We'll have, uh, yeah, I've have, I've have Atlanta at nine it's as this well. NFC A- 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 South just cluster. I don't know, man. Like none of them, none of them to me seem like they're great teams. Atlanta and, and uh, uh Tampa play this week, so that should be interesting. Atlanta certainly has some some momentum. It feels like, I guess. They I think they just.
1: It just... Just shown life in a couple different ways that they really didn't early in the season that you feel like, okay, like, can they, can they build on this? Can we get some momentum after having 400 yards of offense in two consecutive games? Yeah. Can we, can we not do the thing where we turn the ball over multiple times?
0: Like yeah. there's a team
1: in the league that, that does not have the recipe to do that with any level of consistency. It's Atlanta. How are you? You're minus five and you're minus eight and point difference in the last three weeks.
0: They haven't, well, I, turned, they haven't gotten a takeaway in the last three weeks either. Right, they've gotten one takeaway since week since week, since one. week one
1: when they played the Panthers and Jesse Bates just said, "Hey, yeah. Bryce,
0: welcome to the league, bro." Yeah, give me the ball. That's a cluster, man. Those those three teams in the NFC South. I mean, the head to head is going to be huge. Atlanta plays Tampa this week, like I just mentioned. At um, Tampa. At Tampa. Yeah.
1: Atlanta's Atlanta low key has a chance to go on a little bit of a run here because they go at Tampa. At Tennessee, Minnesota, at Arizona, their next four. I mean go, go three and one in that stretch, right?
0: Yeah. And we'll then from
1: Tampa's and then Tampa's perspective, Atlanta, at Buffalo.
0: Short week two, Thursday night football.
1: Yep. At Houston. Tough game. Tennessee. And then at San Francisco for the fifth week in that stretch for
0: Tampa. I feel better about Atlanta. I mean, I think in, in a few weeks, Atlanta's probably might be seven. From New Orleans's perspective, Jacksonville this
1: week. That's Thursday night football tomorrow night. Where's the game? Jacksonville. That's tough. It's close. Close travel. It's still tough. It's tough. At Indianapolis, Chicago, at Minnesota. Bye. Tampa regression looking yeah. Atlanta's we're, gonna climb here. Like it might be
0: looming. Yeah. Atlanta's gonna climb.
1: Uh, uh I have the Packers at 10 and I, I hate it, but somebody has to go uh, in this spot.
0: I have the commanders. I mean they're three and three. Yeah. Tell me more about that. Brother, I come on. <laughs> I they're they're not a good football team, but they're they I mean they're three and three in and, and, why are they three and three? Because they scored more points than the other team three times, they beat the Falcons, who were just applauding. Literally, the last game they played, right? Because they turned, the, they won the turnover differential three to nothing. That's helpful. I mean, they took Washington Philly did, to Washington overtime. One
1: hundred ninety-three yards of offense versus four hundred two for Atlanta, but they got three turnovers, so they won the game by one score. And then they beat Arizona and Denver by five combined. Which I can't.
0: Games. I you have Green Bay in this spot. I mean, what what are they? What's the big selling point there? Jordan Love looks they, they, bad. They have a defense. They have some talent on defense. Commanders got talent on defense. I don't know. Listen, we'll we'll get into it. We'll get into it. Stick with us. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You ever feel like your brain is getting in its own way? Like, you know what you should do. You know what's good for you, but you just can't do it. That's okay. That's normal. And therapy is here to help you figure out what could be holding you back so you can work for yourself instead of against yourself. If you've been thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. We're all busy people. We're all trying to figure out how to incorporate things into our time. And really, investing in yourself and your mental state is probably the best usage of your time. And BetterHelp is equipped to make it work for your schedule. All you do is you fill out a brief questionnaire. That'll get you matched with a licensed therapist. And then if for any reason... You need to switch therapists. You can do so at any time for no additional charge. Make your brain your friend with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash locked on today to get 10% off of your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash locked on.
1: Do you have the Packers at 11? Yep. Okay. So you and I are doing this cute little thing where (laughs) the last seven teams, we've had the same seven teams with just, a pair of teams flip flopped. The next pair of teams flip flopped. We both managed to tuck Atlanta in at nine, and then we took the next two teams, and we had the same two teams just flip flopped again.
0: Yep, that's what's going on. What do you? What do you? Okay, so do you want to talk about Green Bay a little bit? I mean, I mean, I don't love where they're at at all.
1: They have not been healthy. Now, in some aspects, they're not going to get healthy. Like Bakhtiari's done; he's not coming back. We, our entire recipe as a team was supposed to be well. Let's run the football and build off of that. AJ <laughs> Dillon looks, toast. It's
0: rushing off. It stinks, man. Yes. Twenty eighth in in yards per game. Twentieth in yards per attempt. Or twenty. Wow. No twenty. It's worse. It's twenty seventh in yards. Twenty fifth in yards per attempt. They're averaging three and a half yards a carry.
1: Yeah. Now, age. Uh, you know, Aaron Jones has not been healthy, so you acknowledge that. AJ Dillon is bad. I get why they were calling on Jonathan Taylor. Right. Uh super lethargic player. 64 attempts. Is he he's not in, in um Peyton Barberland? No, he's he's not gonna get the volume. He's not gonna get the volume. But here here's everything you need to know about the Packers' offense. A.J. Dillon is the only player on the offense with more than 21 touches this season through five games. That's insane. Been injured, right? Watson's been out. Right. So you have like this smorgasbord of like first and second year skill players that are thrust into these big roles. It's not going to get better. Offensively, they haven't cracked 350 yards of offense once this season. 350. They haven't done it once. It's a good thing they drafted Lucas Van
0: Ness in the first round. That's really helping their offense.
1: Now, they're gonna, the next two weeks, I think they're going to get back on the horse. I think they're going to be 4-3 and three because, pun intended, they play the Broncos this week. And then they get the Vikings
0: without Justin Jefferson. You'd like to think they should, but, again, they, they've not proven to us that this is a benefit of the doubt team. Right, which is why they're 10th. They me. lost to the Raiders. They lost to the Falcons, right? Hey, like, the 3-3 three and three Raiders. I know. I know. Put, put some respect on them. Juggernaut.
1: So, so and that, he, that that Detroit game was a lot worse than thirty four twenty too. Detroit boat raced that team.
0: Yet we have teams lower than the Packers. In fact, we have five teams lower.
1: Who's next? Minnesota. I, it's, it's the right five. Yeah, it's Minnesota. It's the two win team that scratched out a win last week. Yeah, mildly competitive. Your hot
0: take for Minnesota is not looking like that bad of a take. Do you remember what it was? Uh, It was something along the lines of them having a positive point differential. Something about point yeah, differential.
1: It was, I think it was like less than 10 wins, but a positive point differential or something like that.
0: Yeah.
1: uh, They are minus six in point differential. Just don't, Just don't get fall. killed.
0: Don't get killed. <laughs> well,
1: bad news for you. You got San Francisco on Monday night this week. Oh,
0: that's not gonna be helpful. That's not gonna be helpful.
1: So oh, boy. Yeah. Uh the schedule after that looks digestible with the exception of two games against Detroit in the final three games of the season.
0: All right. So get through that. So maybe get, win get a couple.
1: This. Can you steal a couple in this stretch where you played Chicago and Denver and the Packers and uh the Saints at home, the Falcons? Can you steal? Couple games in there, and then beat the the low brow teams that we we think are at the bottom of the conference, and find yourself floating around five hundred by your th- week thirteen by week. We'll see, but you're probably gonna be two and five after this week. So tough, tough place God, to be. Godspeed. Godspeed. Uh, Arizona Cardinals are thirteen. That's where I have them. The New York Giants I have fourteen. That's where I have them. The Chicago Bears are fifteen.
0: That's where I have them. And then the Carolina Panthers are 16. That's where I have them. Okay. I was
1: uh, I was
0: I was interacting with Bub the other day, and Bub believes the Panthers going to win this year. They, they, he thinks it'll happen. That and they also, will get that they will get a win. Yeah, and he also um, said that Bryce Young is not uh, the worst part of their offense. I would agree with that.
1: I don't think Bryce Young is particularly good right now. Is
0: what do you think is the worst part of their offense? The guards.
1: Yeah, because they're so banged up in, in on the interior there. And then they, they just have no dynamic athleticism with their skill group at all. Right? Like none. It becomes very challenging to... It puts so much extra pressure on Bryce Young to anticipate throws to throw guys open and feel it before they're at the top of their breaks because there's no clear and obvious winners. We're not yeah. running winner, winners. The only the only time we get winners is
0: Adam Thielen running choice routes. It's from the slot, right? Right. And Horn and Thompson out on defense is tough. And Chicago, what's going to happen here with Justin Fields? Dislocated thumb, probably going to miss a little time. Tyson Bajan, I mean, good luck, man. It's it's tough there. The Giants, um, who know who knows what to make of their performance against the Bills, right? Like. Uncharacteristic, uh, especially on defense, right? Where they yeah. uh, they showed a lot of life on defense, which is kind of been the thought with with the Giants. Like, all right, your offensive line is completely in, in shambles. We have low expectations for your offense, but the defense wasn't supposed to be this bad, right? Uh, but they, you know, Bobby O'Carry played really well. They got Dexter Lawrence, Leonard Williams up front, Dory they Jackson, Xavier to, McKinney to work with. Yeah, they they should they should be better. So if if they can play somewhat close to the way they played defense against the Bills. That's going to give him a better chance. Offensive line doesn't seem to be it's going to take the turn. But look, Tyrod, I think, is probably better behind that bad offensive line. But Daniel Jones is their guy. Interesting dynamics there. Um, we'll see if that was a, a turning point for them. But I don't know. They, from here, Washington,
1: New York Jets, at Raiders, at Cowboys, at Washington, New England Patriots bye week.
0: They probably feel like they can get some wins there. Like they're probably looking at it and saying, "Can we get to 500 going into the buy?" No, they're minus. They're, they're one in five. I know, but can they get four? Can they?
1: They'd have to go. Do you think they'll? They'll. Sp- you you have to go five and one over the next six games. You can lose if one not... game with Washington twice, Dallas, New York Jets,
0: Raiders, and Patriots. Can you just lose the Dallas?
1: I, I mean, it's, it's unlikely. I'm do.
0: saying it's unlikely. If you're a Giants fan, like, or, or you're Brian Dabble, that's got to be your thought, right? Who's blocking Max Crosby? Nobody, Kyle. But the good thing about the Raiders is there's nobody else you have to account for on the D-line. You know, you say
1: that, and then Max Crosby shows up every single week and wrecks the entire game plan. Except for one time. Except for one time. In week two. Yeah. little Raiders' defensive yardage allowed? This season, 260, 333, 305, 285,
0: 259. Not that and bad, four, right?
1: And, and then 450 against the Bills.
0: Robert Spillane, man. Gut, gutsy Robert player. Spillane, that's the guy. That's the guy. Can the Raiders just chill with the turnovers? They're they're they have 12 turnovers this season. They've given up the ball 12 times?
1: They have they have given up the ball 12 times on offense. Mm-hmm.
0: That's that makes it harder.
1: Yep. Now we get Tyson Bajan. <laughs> This week, it's when the point differential or when the turnover differential, and maybe the Raiders sitting at four and three going into Detroit on Monday Night Football.
0: Takes on takes, takes on takes. We were supposed to do this way earlier in the show, so please, right?
1: So, takes on takes. We're doing it Friday, but we have to record a little earlier than normally we do. So, we need you to provide your takes now on today's show in the comments on YouTube. So that we can react to them when we record takes on takes on Thursday tomorrow. So that is our plan. We will be back tomorrow to preview week seven of the NFL season. Joe, we can do some trade deadline stuff uh, the following week. We should. Cause it's sneaking up on it. Like we're less than two weeks from this October
0: deadline. 31st.
1: Yep. So you'll get PM. all, of, you'll get all of week eight in and then it's done. So we're probably looking at like buyers and sellers trade candidates, logistics. There, there's a lot to get into. So we have that upcoming as well. We hope you will come back and see us. You can find us on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. I'm Kyle Krabs. He is Joe Marino. We are locked on NFL scouting with Draft Dudes. Appreciate you guys checking out the show. Make it a great rest of your Wednesday. We'll talk to you all again tomorrow.